Small business news, advice, and education. This is Startup BizCast. Welcome to episode 101 of Startup BizCast, the small business advice podcast. I'm your host, Steve Mullen. Startup BizCast is produced by Endgame PR, a social media PR firm based near Richmond, Virginia. For more information on how we can help your business with social media, media relations, crisis communications, and even podcasting, please visit endgamepr.com. That's E-N-D-G-A-M-E-P-R.com. In this episode, I want to talk for a bit about a game we as small business owners play quite frequently, setting your prices and negotiating against ourselves. Regardless of what type of business you have, but particularly if you are a consultant or provide services to clients, setting prices is one of the hardest things you have to do. Let me give an example. A potential client calls you out of the blue and says they have a project. This is very exciting, of course, so you immediately start preparing a proposal complete with price quotes. The problem is, how much do you charge? You might have a standard rate, but how much you're worth is really based on how much someone is willing to pay you for what you do. So you put down a number on the proposal, and then you stare at it. You wonder, will they pay? Will it scare them away? Will they laugh behind your back and throw your proposal into the recycle bin? Very few potential clients will give you a budget up front, so you end up playing the how-much-can-I-charge game. As far as I'm concerned, this is the most stressful part of a new business acquisition. I don't pretend to be an expert on what to do in this situation, but I have been running my PR business for more than 13 years and had another part-time small business before that. I've been in this situation countless times, and I know it's difficult. So here's my advice. First off, know what your rates should really be. Are they competitive? Do your best one way or another to find out what rates your competitors are charging. If your rates are much higher than theirs, think about why you think you're worth more than them. Do you offer markedly better products or services? Do you do extra things your competitors don't do? People will pay you more money if you're the best, but there's a limit. At some point, they'll just say they can't afford you. On the flip side, if your rates are too low, that can actually be a bad thing as well. People want to know they're hiring a good person, business, or firm for what they need, and if you come really cheaply, they may wonder why. So, now that you've done an evaluation of your rates and adjusted as necessary, keep in mind what you offer is valuable and shouldn't necessarily come at a discount. When you write that scary proposal for the business you really want, set a price that you think is fair. There are, of course, lots of things to consider. One thing I do when I have a potential client tell me they have very little budget is to write the proposal cafeteria style. What I mean is that instead of listing all the things I could do for them and then giving a price for all of it, I list each item and then put an individual price by that. If the client really isn't hurting for money or they like your ideas, they may choose to do everything. If not, they may pick and choose what they want to do now and hopefully come back for more later. Either way, it helps avoid this kind of sticker shock that could lead to them just walking away. Now, here's a question that comes to my mind at times. Should I offer some kind of discount? It's something I've done before. I've absolutely offered a discount for nonprofits, usually 10 to 20% off my rates. I've also offered reduced prices to people I know well, kind of a friend discount. Finally, with my podcast production business, I've offered a bit of a break on bulk orders. For instance, the price per episode, if they want 10 shows, is lower than if they want 3. But should you offer a discount to someone just because they say they can't afford you? 
This is what's called negotiating against yourself, and it's a toughie. I saw one example of this while doing a bit of research for this episode. Basically, a proposal was written for a client, and the client responded to ask if there was a way to shave the price down. So the contractor reduced the price by 10%. The client once again asked for the price to be shaved, so the contractor knocked another 5% off the price. The client still didn't like the price and asked for more reductions. Finally, the contractor said, no, that's my final offer. The client then took that price to another contractor, got them to beat it, and hired them. Now, that's a bit of an extreme example in which a dishonest client is involved, but you see the point. In the end, if you keep reducing your prices for a client, you might actually end up getting the business, but after a while, you could easily begin to resent the client because you're doing all this work for them and not getting paid what you're worth. That's not a good way to do business. If I'm asked for a discount, I might consider a small reduction if I really, really want the client. The other thing I'll consider is shaving the amount of services I'll provide for the client to keep the price in line with what I think they can afford. But once you reduce your prices, that becomes what you're worth, and nobody wants to be worth less than they deserve. One final item that's loosely related to pricing is what I call scope creep. This is when a client makes an agreement with you to do a project, but then while you're in the middle of it, ask you to do this other little job for them. Then after you're done with that, they want you to do this other little thing. This is all okay if you're being paid by the hour. In fact, it's great because you'll get paid more. But if you're being paid a flat fee, what it means is that you're now being paid the same amount, but doing more work. The way I combat scope creep is to put a clause in my flat fee client agreements that says I reserve the right to revisit the cost of the project if the requirements change. Then, if they bring up something extra that's going to take me more than a few minutes to do, I mention how much more it's going to cost and see if they're okay with it. More often than not, they understand and are willing to pay for the services I offer. And that's a wrap for episode 101 of Startup BizCast. Be sure to subscribe to this show on iTunes and Google Podcasts and like the Startup BizCast Facebook page for the latest updates. I also welcome questions about small business that I could talk about in a future episode. You can email me at steve at endgamepr.com. Thanks as always for listening. I'm Steve Mullen.